When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, fellas, I'm going to warm up the ladies tonight for you to take home. This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Okay, this is very exciting. We were recording this episode on Saturday morning and college game day is about to start. I'm very excited about this. This is why college football exists in my mind, just to watch college game day. <laughs> really? So I'm very excited. Do okay. I sound excited? Look how much energy I have. Yeah, like you Greg really Cody. don't. <laughs> we have our party. You sound like you had a night. Oh, do I? Yeah. I think it's just because I'm using a different microphone. I didn't have a night. I had a nice normal Friday night, actually. What's a normal Friday night? Just, you know, bringing the kid over to a friend's house and the parents have a few cocktails. Okay. And let the kids run around and then uh, come back home. Okay. I want to talk a, a minute about, since you brought it up, uh, Miami Hurricanes, the real Miami Hurricanes, open the season uh, this coming week. Um, what does that mean? Against, What's the fake Miami? The fake Miami is the Miami of Ohio Red Hawks, uh, which used to be the Redskins before they got embarrassed about the nickname, even before the Washington football team did. So now they're the Red Hawks. But here's my interesting fact. This is not a three facts, Jack. This is a one fact, Jack, because it concerns Miami of Ohio. And I'm not sure if I even knew this until doing a little research. There are um, 21 Miamis in the world, including nine in the U.S., but one of those nine Miamis in the U.S. is not Miami, Ohio. That's not the name of the city. Wow. They actually play in Oxford, Ohio, and the name Miami, Ohio Redhawks comes after the Indian tribe the Miami tribe, which is actually uh, originated as the Miami, M-Y-A-A-M-I-A. So that's how the Miami of Ohio team got its name. How about that? Now, here's another fact. I was at the, the these teams, the two Miamis only played one other time in their history. This feels a lot like Three Facts Morgan. It, no, it's not. We'll get to that later. <laughs> this is one fact, Greg. This is not even but one just, fact. But you just said a fact, and then you're like, here's another fact. I know, that's true. But this is uh, w- this is 1A and 1B. 1B is the only other time the two Miamis played was 1987, and Greg Cody was there because he covered the team full-time at that time. And and those were glory days for UM, and they won that game 54-3. to and, and the rematch this coming week is indicative of how far the U has fallen because they're favored by a fairly modest 17 points uh, against a, a MAC team, a, a Mid-American Conference team. So uh, that's really indicative of how far they've fallen. So that kind of thing. That's my uh, that's my Miami Hurricane preview, uh, the entirety of it. How about that? How about that? It's, it was very, I'm glad that you informed our listeners what the, what MAC stood for. Very indicative. Indicative of what? Indicative. it. Just okay. big fan of that word. Are you? It is a good one. I like it. Dad, I feel like you have a lot that you want to get to today. I do. I mean, you you just got back from dancing on the ceiling with both Lionel Richie and Earth, Wind, and Fire. 
Oh, that was a great show, by the way. And and it couldn't have been that great. It, no, <laughs> it. You know what? I went into it thinking the same thing because these are two legacy acts, which is a, a great way of saying has-beens, in my opinion. Yeah. They're legacy acts. They all, they, all the old oldies are, including my hero Elton John. It's a legacy act. They they all sing forty year old songs. I didn't know that they could sell out this arena. This is the where the Panthers play. The Florida Panthers play. It's a big arena, almost it's, twenty thousand people. I feel like it's about a normal sized arena. It's it's bigger than a lot. But the point is, it was not just a pretty good crowd. It was packed. Every seat was packed, uh, and, and it was almost like two main. Uh, uh, co-headliners because Earth, Wind, and Fire played first, but they played for well over an hour, like an hour and fifteen minutes. They were great. Philip Bailey, uh, my 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 good friend Philip Bailey, who I've <laughs> actually he, met once. Did he call he you out? Great. Like, hey, Greg from Tahoe. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I tried getting his attention, but I couldn't. But you know, should we play? Should we play the clip of when he joined us? Oh, I want to. Yeah, let's hit that. Let's take a trip down memory lane in Greg Cody's Wayback Machine. Back in it. Uh, The Greg Cody Show podcast loves music, (laughs) and I'm going to ask you to just sing 10 seconds of something, just anything. (laughs) Just just favor us with a little snippet. All right, come on. Come on, Valerie. Body, say do you remember? Body, dancing in September. Body, What a classic moment. I like the idea of them not taking down the ice for this concert. And so it's like Richie on ice and and the stage <laughs> slides or moves around the, the arena as the vibrations of the music carry it wherever it goes. Okay. <laughs> Earth, wind, fire, and ice. All right. Earth, wind, and fire, by the way, has such an ensemble. It must cost them a mint just to produce a show because there had to be what there had to be 15 musicians on stage um no women by the way what do you think the pie chart is on like the pay for that band um there's three original members of earth wind and fire that band has suffered a lot of deaths just in the past few years there's three original members including um including our man philip bailey the two other originals include the bass player and uh and a backup vocalist who's like barely there so where would you put where do you think the pie like those three originals get what percentage of the total pie i would think they get more and then i would think the main dad thanks it'd be weird if they got less than the new people how the hell do i know i'm just i'm asking you to guess i i would think they get 20 percent each right so 60 so they get 60 percent of the pie and then i would think the others share that and philip bailey's son by the way is in the band which i had no idea about yeah i'm sure he works hard but but they kicked ass they had a funky sound, um, slapping dirty bass. Slapping the bass. It was, it was great. It really was. <laughs> slapping dirty bass is the funniest thing I've heard you say in a long time. <laughs> Thank you. Is that actually a phrase in music? I have no I've idea. I've never heard slapping the dirty bass. It's okay. Like, I just You really didn't know what to say there. <laughs> I mean, you know, I made up a phrase, you know, patent pending. Uh, Lionel Richie comes on, and I was a little disappointed by He's very schmaltzy, this guy. Lionel Richie, he talks very, too much. I know it's like he he's got that American Idol thing going on. Like, yeah. just it's just like you don't have to be the most charming guy in the room. Yeah, he talks too much, and his humor. Is, he's seventy four years old, which I didn't know. I thought he was like my age. He's a little older, and his humor is old timey. His humor is like, uh, "Hey, fellas, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna warm up the ladies tonight for you to take <laughs> home. You know that seriously, that type of humor. Wow. And and Lionel Richie also spends an inordinate amount of time in his lyrics saying nonsensical things like, Yeah. That you mean of... exactly what you do when you're singing? <laughs> right, exactly. That's right. So he's but... the Greg Cody of singing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That it's something I have no interest in, but the audience, I can just hear the follow-up being like the audience wants a follow-up on this. So did he warm you up for after the concert? Yeah, he did. No, he he oh. he, he put on a good show. No, you know, that, one, I meant sexually. Yeah, yeah. No, I meant that. All right, too. Dad, Jesus, I was kidding. And you know it, baby, and you know it. Can't believe I asked for that. <laughs> hey, Graceland. Hey, oh, how you doing? Perfect timing. Another thing uh, Lionel Richie does a lot is go say what? <laughs> you know, Dad, you do all that this stuff. This is Greg Cody. Holy crap! <laughs> so he is you. He is me. Did did he burp and say Brad? He did. As a matter of fact, right in the middle of a song, it was unbelievable. Um, Chris, wait, Chris. Have you seen? I know Greg hasn't. Have you seen A Mighty Wind? No. It's an old Christopher Guest movie from like twenty years ago. What movie? Oh, a hello. Mighty Wind. No. Uh, so Fred Willard, he plays a character who, whatever his story arc is, he he plays a character, and of course they're all ad libbing because because everything is just made up. But he his whole thing was making catchphrases. Right. As you know, back in 1970, I start on a series called What Happened? And every time something would go wrong, I would look at the camera and say, hey, what happened? It is the Greg <laughs> Cody formula, like catchphrases. Wow. It is Greg Cody in a nutshell. Should I sue him? It sounds like I have litigation potential. <laughs> I knew him before I knew you, so I don't know Okay, which came first. All right. Hey, Graceland. Hey, Graceland. <laughs> Kindergartner, first week of kindergarten yeah. in the book. Yeah, how about that? Hey, Graceland, you are our, uh, you're the Greg Cody Show kindergarten correspondent, and I would like you to report, how did you like your first week of kindergarten? Good. <laughs> would right. you care to elaborate? Tell them your favorite part. Um, my favorite part was after kindergarten. <laughs> after <laughs> when school is over? So when school after is over? Care. Tell him about the tell him tell him about the bully. Don't say his name, but tell Uh-oh. him. Oh, a bully in kindergarten? You already said the bully. I didn't say his name. Tell him what happened. What did he do? He hits people. He punches people. And he doesn't listen. What? Wow, we gotta take care of that kid. Mm-hmm. Okay, Grayson, I want you to take care of that bully for me and write okay. his name. Write his name on a scrap of paper and give it to me. Okay. You can say his name. We'll just it. Why am I gonna say his name? All right. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Let's not give him the pub. <laughs> yeah, really. That's what he's. That's what bullies look for. Bullies want to be on the Greg Cody Show podcast. That's their whole uh, method of operation. The M O O. Moo. Moo. All right, Grayson. Thank Bye. you. Bye. 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 Nice talking to you. That was special Bye. correspondent, kindergarten correspondent, Graceland Cody. Um, I had a uh, I had a weird experience this week at school. Um, Penny had her curriculum night. Yeah, and there are a lot of things I noticed. It was fun. It was funny. Uh, I saw my my son jump up to try to touch the door frame, and that's something we uh, always did. And so oh, I cool. did it with him just just for old times' sake. That was fun. Yeah, but do you have I to do jump. That. You don't have to jump, right? Yeah, you're tall. But I I don't have to. But I did just you know because. <laughs> oh, would I have to jump? I'm looking at the door right now. <laughs> All right, let's go. Turn the camera. Let's go. There you go, Greg. Right there. Right there. Right there. Be right sure there. to be sure to open the door before. You... <laughs> All right. Let's see. Open it. Open, open it and it. jump to slap it. Open it. Ugh. Wow. What a did not time. deliver on the video I wanted. The worst payoff in the history of podcasting. I Christmas dominated podcast. that door. I didn't even uh, have to get on my tippy toes. You're supposed to still jump. Greg yeah. Cody one door nil. 
<laughs> no, so I, I went I went to use the restroom and it was this is junior high. And I went to use the restroom and the it was just weird. This not visceral is not the right word, but just like this first re like knee jerk reaction that my brain had was like, hmm, no cigarette smoke. <laughs> because when I when I would walk into my middle school and high school bathrooms, that's what you would smell was cigarettes because kids would sneak in there would wow. run in there to, to try in to sneak middle a school oh dude i grew up in north carolina like you get extra credit if for supporting the local economy if you smoke <laughs> and, uh, and so i don't remember this i don't remember cigarettes in middle school i do yeah 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 well greg back when in, in back in your day they had smoking sections at the school for the for the, <laughs> the students right no way uh no oh wow my mom did that's a thing though that happened at one point Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they even wrote it into Freaks and Geeks, that which was based in 1980. Like the, uh, like they had a smoker section for the students. <laughs> no, my my high school did not sanction smoking like that, but they did. Uh, but there, you did smell smoke in the bathroom. Yeah, smoking in the um, boys' room. That's you know, yeah. It was. It, 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 uh, I would think it, marijuana. I mean, I guess cigarettes were bigger back then. Well, you're you're, you're not going to get arrested for smoking cigarettes, so you know that's but, true. Yeah. Well, I would think a kid would. No, 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 no. The kid, you're not going to get arrested for having the cigarettes. A kid would right. get. No, they get in trouble at school, but they but they aren't but they aren't going to get arrested for that. Right. And I don't even think they get arrested for buying underage. It's more for the person selling. But who knows? Mm. But yeah, it was it was it was interesting. Like I walked in, and that was the first thing I thought of. It's the first time I've been in a middle school restroom since probably middle school. And, wow. and yeah, it was weird. It was just weird that that's where my brain went. The um, I saw somebody using a vape the other day, and I remarked how dumb people look using a vape. In my opinion, nothing against vapes. Feel free. But is that your next back in my day on bring back smoking? Well, it occurred to me that you go days now. At least I do. You go days now without seeing someone in public smoking a cigarette. Yeah, like it. It's yeah. It, it's almost a rarity now. Like Christopher, when is the last time you saw somebody smoking a cigarette? Just At the casino a lot. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. That is. Okay. I see more uh, cigars than cigarettes at the casino. No, you don't. Yeah, you no, just I said don't. a lie. You just said a lie. Oh no, it's like, me. It's my eyes reporting I mean, this. It's just okay. Okay. All right. I don't. The point is, whatever happened to the cigarette? Um. I, it is uh, weird to long for cigarette smoking. I mean, I, I get it. The vape is not a great look either, but I like. I think it's better. I think it's consensus better than cigarettes. It is. It doesn't look as cool though. That's for sure. Yeah. No, it looks dorky. What do you mean? You don't. You don't like when the guy takes a big hit and like the billow of smoke just comes out. Like <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's such a weird habit. Um, I want to do a shout out uh, to Miami New Times, which is a great independent newspaper down here they must have put you in an article or else we'd never be talking right about they that. did it's okay. a self-aggrandizing <laughs> shout out imagine that uh they had a they had a story headlined top 10, 10 oldest writers no. still alive <laughs> no uh, 10 <laughs> writers you be... wouldn't believe are still going we're saving that one for buzzfeed <laughs> <laughs> quit making me laugh that would be a funny column um but no Can you believe this guy's still writing Right, dead or alive, Greg Gody. No, um, the headline was 10 best Miami sports stars on cameo, and I actually made the list. And may, wow. I, say, may I say something? It was a pretty sad list, I have to admit it. <laughs> was Billy Gill on there? He was not on there, no. I was the only one from the Levitard show on there. Uh, Udonis Haslam was on there, Jason Taylor. Uh, that's not that sad. What's sad about UD? Well, because because it went downhill from there. That's the top like, of the list. Like, give me, yeah. give me the good stuff. Let's go. Give me everyone. Oh, God. I don't have the whole list in front of me, but one of them was the Cavender twins. That's not sad. That's not, we're not at sad yet. 
Okay, one of them was um, Bernie Kozar. Okay. Uh, Miami Heat rookie Jaime Jaquez Jr. Okay. Dolphins long snapper Blake Ferguson. Long snapping it. Yeah. <laughs> Udonis Haslam. <laughs> Jason Taylor. Days. Greg Cody. You're the only one that didn't have a picture. Wow. <laughs> no, really? Tony Fiorentino. How about that? 171 reviews. Wow, you have more reviews than Jason Taylor, more reviews than Udonis Haslam, more reviews. Wow. You have the most reviews of anyone on here. Actually, no, yep. Bernie, Car- Bernie Kozar has more than you. I also have all five-star reviews, by the way. Well, that now, you're, now you probably don't anymore after this. But <laughs> OJ McDuffie, Mario Chalmers. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's not that sad of a list, honestly. Yeah, okay, all right. Thank you. I appreciate it. I take Tony, that Fiorentino, Tony Fiorentino and Bernie Kozar are the two ones that make it sad. Do you still get requests right regularly? Who? Me? Yeah. I get like a couple a week. Yeah. Yeah, I get like a couple a week. And and frankly, that's why I never tweeted out, hey, hit me up on Cameo. Because I don't want, you know, there's nothing worse for my stress level than, you know, having eight Cameos piled up and and, and they're all due in, in 14 hours and I don't have time to do them and so, blah, blah, blah. So, so being on deadline? Man, what a struggle it must be to go into your garage and say that kind of thing. <laughs> no, I give the people their money's worth. Believe no, me. I like if the it... idea of Greg being on deadline. That's it's funny. Like it is also you know, that's an interesting thing about the hard network out. Your whole life for the last fifty years, you've been on deadline for something right. for for the paper. Yeah, but the hard network out. That's a deadline, and you never get it. You never meet it. <laughs> that's 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 fair comment. People hate that now. I've been getting a lot of negative comments about that. Yeah, it was used really well this week. I yeah, thought. I thought it was better. Like, I feel like we've been a little too ham-handed in recent weeks. And It, it has to be natural. You know, if, if they're leading me into it, it's just, it's, it doesn't hit the right note. In well, my your opinion. opinion on this is just wrong because, <laughs> okay. like, fine. you don't. You, you have control over this whole thing. You could stop it. I do. Now, you know, that's interesting for me to say someone who's never had to look at a clock and, you know, you know get, get some words out you know, on, I would probably get hit with it too. It's such an easy win to just, because you often look up at the clock. And once you realize there's six or seven or five seconds left, just say, you know what? Listen to the Greg Cody show and find out the rest. Oh, that's that's your challenge for this week. Yeah, you're right. There's so many easy ways to like transition and land it. And like you just still walk into it every time. I know. No, you're right. And 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 the irony is that I am considered a, an exceptionally good deadline writer. Like if I'm covering a game at night and, and it's 15 minutes to deadline and I haven't even really started my column yet because the, the game's going back and forth. I can write uh, an entire column in 15 or 20 minutes if needed. So it is kind of weird that that the hard network out would be what I'm known for missing. But um, it is what it is. You know what I'm talking about? I got to take a pee. Again? When did I go? You took a pee in the middle of last week's podcast. Oh, wow. That's true. How about you take a leak before we start? All right. I'll be right back. Okay. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the sight, the sound, the smell of it. Morning, night, or noon. It's the feeling you're always welcome. And when you leave, we'll see you soon. It's the place you always go to when you're with friends or you're all alone. It's the taste. 
Step back in time when you step into Nelly's Diner. It's the only place in town that tastes Wild Bill Cody's Bison Burger, Deep Fried and Nana's 100-Year-Old Lard. Or try a tall stack of our award-winning PFBI pancakes. Dig into the signature bang a thing salad. Or try an Uncle Dick footlong. Anything you want and anytime you want it, we got it. All served up with a free side of smiles. We are right where we've been for 60 years at 1440 Zagaki Street downtown. Nelly's Diner. It's the taste of home you never had because your mom sucked at cooking. It's the taste of Nelly's Diner that makes you feel at home. All right, I'm back from the bathroom, and I just thought the whole time about how I need to tell you guys about Sheets and Giggles. Yeti, this might be the best offer we've offered this audience to date. I'm hearing up to 50% off the entire site. It's the Labor Day sale. We are super excited about this. 50% off the entire site. And then with our promo code, which I don't like the promo code. We'll get into it in a second. <laughs> up an additional 20% off using our promo code, guys. This is the time right now. If you've thought about it, if you said, man, I really want some sheets and giggles, but maybe you know money was tight or something, this is the time to pounce. This is as cheap as you're going to get. Sheets and giggles stuff. My dad is now mimicking pouncing, pouncing in the Zoom. Not helpful at all to the to the ad read. But go to sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Promo code laid off. I guess it's the anniversary of me getting laid off or No. November. You got laid off in November, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Finish the ad. Laid off is the promo code. L-A-I-D-O-F-F. That's the promo code for an additional 20% off because the site is just 50% off site-wide. Up to. Up to 50% off. You don't need any promo code for that. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Promo code laid off. This is the time to pounce, guys. Pouncing it. Speaking of pounce, their their mattresses were rated as having good bounce. Sex bounce, if you know what I'm saying. And I believe with the percentages, before we were offering up to $400 off a mattress, I believe now you can get up to $500 off of a brand new mattress by your aunt a mattress sale in september 5th so jump now pounce now everybody go everyone has an aunt everyone has an aunt go buy your aunt a mattress you'll get up to 500 dollars off it's a damn good product back to you greg well everybody pounce. you know it, it's funny you should mention that because uh yeah let's all pounce together ready one two three pouncing it pouncing it <laughs> christy you want to pounce with us <laughs> nope <laughs> pouncing it uh, I would love to see Christy pounce. That would be funny. My dad's requesting you pounce. Okay. You know, you mentioned uh, buying a mattress for your aunt for some reason. And, and it led me to recall that one of uh, this week's dad jokes was submitted by Aunt Bonnie. I swear. <laughs> yeah, I swear. All right. Well, let's get to it. But uh, you want me to do the dad, dad jokes now? Because I want to go for it. Yes. My dis- no, dad. You're like, or should we save them for later? Because there's like, you know, exactly. dad, because just, they're so just- good. Just do the stupid jokes. All right. I want to warn people. The one Aunt Bonnie submitted is the worst ever. It's just (laughs) awful. That's that's by your standard. Yeah. That's why I put it number three. All right. This is from the famous Aunt Bonnie. First or third? So it's number one. Third. Third, because it's worst. Okay. Number three from Aunt Bonnie. What do you call a frog that talks? A talking frog. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's almost so that bad. It's so good dumb. though. That's, That's like. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Now wait. I, I'm curious on the backstory of this. Is she like aware? That's so that, stupid. Is she a listener of the pod? 
Uh, either that or Joe mentioned it to her or something. I don't know how it came oh, up, but gosh. out of the blue, you know, we, we Bonnie and I don't text back and forth all that often. You know, happy birthday. And other than that, don't bring But out of the blue. I get a text from her that says um, something like, uh, here's a, you know, here's a dumb little joke for your podcast or something. And, you know, or dad joke or something. And, and then she gives me that, which I just thought it was the worst thing I'd ever heard. But you guys actually <laughs> thought it was OK, right? It's terrible. It's terrible, but it's perfect. It's because, but le- it's it's leaning right. into being bad. Like, right. Okay. Yeah, it's, so it's a true perfect. dad joke. Then. Before we move away, I, I'm not going to lie. As soon as you said Aunt Bonnie, I smell a waft of ham upstairs. Yeah. I think Jane's cooking bacon right now. But like, Excellent. yeah, like it was weird. Aunt Bonnie has that effect on anyone. Like <laughs> yeah, anyone starts smelling ham. when. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Number two. Why did the cat run away from the tree? Because it barked. I will give you half credit for that. The answer is it was afraid of the bark. Afraid of the bark. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty good. Okay. Number one, what do you call a cowboy who pursues a career in banking? Go ahead. The Lone Ranger. That's good. Uh, lone. Okay. Yeah. All that's right. Good. Not bad. Yeah, that's right? It's not funny. I'm not smiling, but fine. Like, yes, okay. it's clever. All right. Well, there are, there are different definitions of uh, of that. Do you prefer it when we when we answer them or when we're stu- when we're stifled? I love how he was just stifled um, by that question. I was. I, I, it couldn't have been a more standard question from Yeti. And you looked at him like he just spoke Japanese. I would say the biggest compliment for a dad joke is when you are stifled, when you can't yeah. even think of what the answer would could be. You know, that that's what I prefer. But uh, that kind of thing. Um, All right. Should we get to three facts, Morgan? We can do that if you want. Sure. There are three things that interest him. So sit right back for three facts. Morgan. <laughs> wow, that was a familiar voice <laughs> saying Morgan. I don't, I don't know who that was. Number three. These are Roy. Okay, Roy. <laughs> uh, this is Three Facts Morgan this week in honor of Morgan from Australia, who did such a great job as our World Cup correspondent the previous month. Uh, so these three facts are an ode to Australia, non wombat division. Wow. <laughs> That's right. Number three Australia is home to 170 different species of snakes including 21 of the 25 most venomous in the world. Yet because of the vast supplies of anti-venom, only four to six persons die there from snake bites every year, compared to some 50,000 snake-related deaths in India. Wow. Number two. What do they just have, like, like little, like, in, like, the forest, like, little, like, it's, stands where it's, it's like... It's like they, Tylenol. You just go buy it at the store. It's like, you're, this is going to happen. There are so many deadly snakes here. You're going to it's get like, bit. Here it's you like go. you, yeah. when you go in the woods around it, like in, in the in Montana, you have your bear spray. Here you have your your venom pill. I would think you carry it with you, honestly. I you know. Wonder what it is per capita because India has many, many, many more people than, than Australia. So that's fair comment. Uh, number two, with Australia surrounded by water, if you visited a different beach in Australia every day, it would take you twenty nine years and three months to visit all 10,685 Aussie beaches. That's wow. see that's confusing to me though. Like like one beach is it just like is it if if like one stretch of 7 miles beach. Right. Is that like 14 different beaches? Is it like technically if it never ends it's the same beach. Well, I guess public beaches probably. I don't know. You know what yeah. I mean though? I, I I do know what you mean. I don't like the idea of just there being a bunch of like lines in the sand where it's like oh this is a new beach it's like no yeah. it's still the same beach yeah I, I think we're we're uh overthinking three facts morgan number two yeah we are okay <laughs> okay <laughs> number one australia's capital city canberra means 
quote, woman's cleavage in the <laughs> Aboriginal language. Named that because the city is cradled between two mountains. Oh, boy. Also, in Canberra, it is legal to film and sell hardcore porn. Okay. It's an upset that Sydney's not the capital. Yeah. I was sort of surprised that Canberra, which I would have pronounced Canberry or something if I hadn't looked up how to pronounce it, um, was the capital. To me, that's not like Melbourne. Sydney, I would have named four Australian cities before I would have even gotten to What are that. the other two? What are the other I two? Yeah, I have no idea. Go ahead, Melbourne, Sydney, go do the other yeah, two. Nah, I don't want to take a quiz. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about. Um, I want to bring up superstitions for a second. because. All right, saw... thank you, Three Facts Morgan. Good job. Yeah, thank you, Morgan, for inspiring that. That was, uh, that was wonderful. And, and if I were to have a fourth Australian fact, it would be that, uh, as a callback to earlier in the episode, one of those 21 cities in the world named Miami includes a city named Miami in Australia, in the state of Queensland. So how about that? Um, I've been trying to think of whether or not I had a superstition. I even asked your mother this, because I consider myself, to, I consider myself <laughs> to be the least superstitious person on earth you know i i, I could see a, a black cat wearing a number 13 jersey stepping on sidewalk cracks and it wouldn't bother me walking under like, a, a ladder walking under a ladder that's exactly right what are you shaking your head like that one? it's just you're going like this you're like oh, i'm trying to think of a bunch of superstitions that one thing could have exactly thank you so my only and and i don't know where a habit ends and a superstition begins the only thing I have an idiosyncrasy about is that I always put on my left sock before my right sock and my left shoe before my right shoe. I don't know how it started. I don't know why it continues, but I do that to a fault. Like I never, ever, ever, ever put on my right sock or right shoe first. That's the only thing. I, is that a superstition? I'm not sure that's to a fault. I don't know why that was to a fault. Like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that that's not superstitious. That's that's just the habit you've built or the there is a difference between idiosyncrasies and superstition. Any belief or practice considered by non-practitioners to be irrational, uh, maybe, but uh attributed it's usually attributed to fate or magic. Oh. And so no, the, sports for me superstitions are sports like like luck and stuff like that like yeah, like stepping over the make sure you don't step on the line on the third baseline like okay. if i had a big cup if i had a big cup of gatorade before my first at bat and i got a double i'm gonna have a big cup of gatorade before every at bat like yeah like in sports if like i've bowled three strikes in a row and i haven't been talking to anybody in between then i'm gonna keep not talking to anybody like it's just like because right, <laughs> that's attributing to the fate or the outcome Right. Yeah. Like I'm I'm sensing okay, I'm on a roll this way doing this. I've made a bunch of putts in a row and I haven't JJ putts. I haven't been taking my golf glove off for these putts, so I'm going to wow. leave my golf glove on. Like I would say it's my only it's the only time in my life I'm superstitious. Like I don't do it with like work and like my daily life. Just sports, I would say bring superstitions out of me. Yeah. I, How about you, Yeti? I well, y'all heard that when when back when I was a Braves fan and um they were uh in the World Series, you know, like I didn't watch the games because when I did turn them on for five minutes, they they started losing yeah. every time, and so there was always that. Um, we'd always watching yell. sports for sure. I remember, yeah. like, I would always like the Marlins O three. Uh, I think Christy remember like the Heat Big Three. I would be like alone in my room with like my covers over my head, with just like my face <laughs> emerging, and I would be yeah. alone watching like the Heat games when my parents and Christy are out watching, and I just couldn't be near anyone. Oh. It was always the worst if the team, like if the Tar Heels were playing 
and mom would walk into the room and they'd start losing poor mom. We were so bad to her when it came to that. Get out. Go. Right. Right. Yeah. I remember getting mad at my mom. My mom would like my mom's the queen of like uh, during a Dolphins game, just being like, right. Like she like makes like a lot of sound effects. And I would like get (laughs) mad at her whenever she would make like sound effects that were negative. Like, mom, stop panicking. Like, it's fine. They're going to get they're going to make this stop on third down. It's fine. Yeah. When. I have to think about this a lot, though, like in my personal life, though, because I, I pray, I pray a lot and I've had to, I've caught myself just like kind of thoughtlessly praying. And, and I'm like, I don't ever want to pray out of superstition. I want it to be out of real belief. And so that's, right. that's you know, not to get too earnest with us on the show, but like yeah. that, that is a, a, that is probably the most common place where I, I actually think about superstition. Most of the time I don't think about it at all, Yeah, but, uh, but that is the most common place that, and then you go to sports. Well, to me, the, the classic sports superstition is. If somebody's got a no hitter in the fifth inning or later, oh, you can't mention it. Oh my God! I, I did the other day. Uh, I was uh, bowling with Tommy and a couple of his friends, and one of his friends started a game with two straight strikes. And I was like, "Look at you, two in a row!" And this guy's wife is like, "Man, if you did that to me, I'd be pissed." <laughs> really? And I was just like, I feel like you got to get more than two strikes in before I can't talk about. Yeah. Like, cause it's like that in bowling. If someone's got a perfect game going, like you don't talk to them, you let them do yeah. their thing. And I did two, and it wasn't, it's, and it's not a good bowler. If it's a great bowler, two strikes in, maybe you leave them alone. But yeah, cause that's nothing for a great bowler. Some crappy bowler getting two strikes in a row. Don't you want to be celebrated? Like, Hey, I just got two strikes in a row. Like I felt like I was totally fine there. And he, and then yeah. the guy went on to like open like five frames in a row. So I felt really bad. <laughs> and the wife gave you the evil eye at that the point. The wife she was just say? like, she was like, look what you did. And I was like, yeah. hey, I'm sorry. Did the bowling lead start now? Is it, is it all? It in- starts this Wednesday. That was the last week of practice last Wednesday. And, and by the way, for the record, if I get two strikes in a row to open a game, feel free to throw a parade for me, not just mention it. <laughs> did we talk? Uh, maybe we should bring back the injury report because did we talk, Yeti, that my dad's already on the I.L.? Oh, uh, we didn't bring it up on this show. He did mention on Levitard's show that he pulled a muscle. Yeah, um, he's uh, he's already uh, he's he's missing the start of the season. He's on the IL. Well, let me show you something I'm doing. Christopher always makes fun of me for doing nothing about my hamstring injury. Did you buy the roller? Yeah, hang on just a second. Oh wow, he bought a little thing to roll his hamstring muscle. <laughs> this is good. We should get this on video. I think he needs to show us rolling though. Yeah, no. Hey, you got the foam roller. All right, can you show us how? Can you show us how to use that? A foam roller. Dad, a lift up. I know it's going to be difficult. Maybe put your camera down a little bit, but we need you to get, I need your hamstring in the air and I need you to roll this. Let's go. On the ground, you mean? No, just like, well, however, chair, however like, you can do like it. Pull, it. Pull your leg up and. A little lower. Show, exactly. As if you were trying to show us your crotch. Like that's, I think that's the shot you need to set up. Whoa, Greg. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> he just slipped a disc in his back. <laughs> just cut himself. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. I'm literally gonna re-injure myself doing this bit for the camera. So, but at any rate, I'm gonna. You want to talk about a scam? Okay, this, this is like a two-foot length of foam. You know how much this costs at Dick's? Forty-five dollars. It's something like that. No yeah. way. What, yeah, really? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. oh, I couldn't believe it. I thought it would be like, you know, fourteen ninety nine or something. Would you say to the I'm clerk, would I break a window? Blood here. Unbelievable. Oh Greg Cody bleeding again. God. Did you say to the clerk, would I break a window? I should have. <laughs> I, I, should, I absolutely should have because it was absolutely ridiculous. Okay. I want to get to Greg's Lobos. Okay. It, it's we AMFFFT, America's most famous <laughs> fantasy football <laughs> what? team. 
Right. A-M-F-F-T. A-M-F-F-F-T. Amft. You are so weird. Famous fantasy football team. How long did you think to take that? How long did you think out that joke? Came right off the top of my head. Lobos, America's most famous fantasy football team. PFPI Fantasy is cranking back up. 2021 champions. 2022 runner up. This is really bleeding. Maybe, Dad, get a nap, get a towel, and put pressure on it. Hang on. All right, Greg is back now. He's putting pressure. Hold it above your heart. I mean, geez, have you ever not had an injury before? I mean, come on. <laughs> you have to do the rest uh, of the show with your hand liberty. in the air, Greg. What's that? Yeah. You have to do the rest <laughs> of the show with your hand in the air because okay. we don't need you bleeding out. All right, continue. Okay, where was I? I'm discombobulated. Uh, we can't see your face. Oh, yeah. All right, where where, where was I? Whoa, shit. Hang on. Uh, you were on Lobos. Okay, where did I leave off, though? I don't Just remember. It, the Lobos season's happening. You're very excited about it. Well, I am, because we're a dynasty in the making. Uh, champions two years ago, runners-up last year, and going strong into 2023. Our PPR League Fantasy Draft is coming up uh, this coming Sunday, September 3rd. PPR? Uh, What's the point of saying that? Yeah, because because we are a league the way it was intended to be. Not a keeper, not an auction, not a dynasty, none of, none of these crazy bells and whistles. We are the way fantasy football was intended to be. We were a two-quarterback league last week, last year. Well, that's a little wrinkle, <laughs> but it's it's still in keeping. But you know what? Our little secret is we throw a scouting combine every year. No, you don't. Where we invite the top 75 uh, NFL stars to come to our, you know, to to a combine. Now, none of them came this year. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, uh, we have a system of analysis that is second to none. It's why our drafts always kick ass, and it's why... The- the Lobos are coming back strong this year. I'm going to guarantee it. That's a funny bit of actually sending out invitations every year to a fantasy <laughs> combine. Didn't Hard Knocks get some footage this year of the combine that no one showed up to? Oh, oh, we have Hard Knocks coming back. The Hard Knocks, like, you know, we're tired of doing it, but they were like, hey, it's so right. popular that we want to do the Lobos for a third straight season. Because, like, usually the way Hard Knocks usually works is, you move around to different teams to get different perspectives, but the Lobos fantasy team is just so popular that the, that we are. Well, it's A M F F F T. Yeah. What? Um, you know that's not a bad. Um, <laughs> no idea what, what he just said. The A M F F F F T, America's most famous fantasy football team. That's our nickname. <laughs> um, and and maybe maybe Hard Knock should lead with. Um, the scouting combine that we attempted to have because that's a story, man. I can get into details about that. I, the but producers we'll save texted that. me like last week, and they they said they've got stuff for it. So all right, cool. Yeah, so we'll we'll save that for next week. I want to get to one more thing before we close, and this is a little bit on the more serious side because Yeti volunteered that um, uh, he has some thoughts on, and and Yeti, you you monitor the comments and reviews and everything of the show more than we do. I want you to let us know. <laughs> That's a five dollar fine. You mentioned to me that uh, give give me the top three most common types of uh, negative reviews. That we uh, I can already see where this is going. Chris is so mean to Greg. Hey, I'm asking. Chris Eddie. needs to be nicer to Greg. That's that's number one. Number two is Greg Cody is a treasure of some sort, and number three is I turn the I turn it off when Yeti speaks. Okay. <laughs> now, there are very few all around, even the cr- criticizing Chris, but percentage-wise, right. those are those are the most common ones. Okay, I think this is important because it's important to a lot of our listeners. Yeti, I want your thoughts. 
all 10 reviews that we've received this year. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, but <laughs> you got to keep that in perspective. Greg, Greg will hear one whisper and think it's everyone. Yeah. Now, one review does speak for more than just that one person. But no, so yeah, our number one thing is, is the way, Chris, that you get after your dad. And, and I think I think before let me I want to let you finish, but I yeah. really do think that the real I think it rubs people the wrong way because <clears throat> as I turn into my dad, um, <laughs> because I am different on this show. It's like a different character than on the Lebetard show. I think on the Lebetard show I'm more like fun and you know happy go lucky. And D- Dan is the one goading your dad into things, right? Yeah, and I just yeah and. My dad annoys me. I don't know what you... My, I get annoyed with my dad on the Levitard show, too. But go ahead, Yeti. I don't want to... Well, interrupt. that's the thing, is that on the Levitard show, you're not on mic as much either. You know, behind the scenes, it's probably about the same. Mm-hmm. And uh, But but I, I, don't, I, I don't know that... You know, I've gotten to know you guys really, really well over the last three and a half years. And I've seen the dynamic. And I, audience, I think when Greg... It's just mostly Chris and Greg just kind of going after each other. It's fun. It's just joking around. It's fun. And I think Greg has actually let us know on air when it's pushed a button. There might be a few times that he'll let us know via text. I hear about it. I'm pretty sure every time that it gets to a level where Greg is like offended or hurt. And a lot of times we'll get back on the air the next week and talk about it. And Greg will be like, yeah, you're probably right. Right. And, and so, but like, my thing is like, that's the relationship I had with my dad and it's like, like just joking on him and i'm sure my son will have the same relation or my kids they are they already have that relationship with me right and it can sound mean if isolated it sounds mean but in the context of an entire relationship it's playful and let me tell you you don't hear it as greg gets after like like greg will goad chris he just doesn't do it on air as much like he was making fun (laughs) of chris's microphone set up earlier today and that was funny my mic stinks this week sorry about that guys yeah it's 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 the same really and like my dad is my best friend and I mean, hell, he's been dead for five years and I still make fun of him, you know? Yeah. Like, and that that's half, the, like when my siblings and I talk, that's, that's half the fun is just talking about like the, the, the goofy things he would do like that, that would be maybe somewhat embarrassing if we were capable of being embarrassed, but like, right. like, so, so they just become funny, you know? And so like, that's my take on the whole Chris Greg dynamic. And, and when Chris gets after Greg, there's been like maybe two times and I can't even name them right now. Cause I've forgotten about them that, that where I thought, well, maybe that was a little much, Yeah. but, uh, but for the oh, most for part, sure, it's probably more than that. <laughs> I, I'm not saying like, you know, I'm trying to be funny. I'm trying to be entertaining. I do genuinely get annoyed. So it's like a balance of like, do I want to, call that out or let it slide and i probably go too far more than twice i just you know it's it's hard to be on that perfect line my dad knows i love him we have a great relationship and i i don't like it really doesn't bother me the comments about my of how i am with my dad because like you said yeti my dad tells us when he feels like we've gone too i've gone too far and it's rare and he i think my dad knows our relationship better than anybody so i don't really have any insecurities about that aspect because i know that we're good. Yes, yeah, so I, I can understand anyone who hears it and is like, "Ugh, I don't like this." So I'm hoping to provide some context. Like, yeah. this is just father and son, like they're just back and forth, ribbing each other, having fun. It's the, like I said, I relate to it because it's the same thing I had with my dad. Yeah, I think what's important to say, and and I hope this matters to the audience, including the people who would rather Chris lay off a little bit, is that I have no problem with it, with what we do on air or off air, because off air is pretty much the same. If Christopher and I are, are going out for breakfast at Marion's, it's the same dynamic between yeah. the two of us. You know, and we get on each other, and, and sometimes 
I'm a little sensitive and, and I'll yell at him for what he just said or whatever, but very rarely. And keep you in mind, seeing how annoying this guy was eating sausage links the other day. <laughs> what? I mean, it this was is so the kind of thing he gets upset with. He was like poking his fork barely into the sausage, cutting the smallest bite of sausage that you could possibly cut on a diagonal. And then like putting the, the, the teeth on, you heard the teeth on the fork. <laughs> And there was like this loud noise. It's like there was more, way more contact with fork than there was sausage I, because the bite was so small that he was cutting of sausage. My teeth hit the fork and it annoys my wife. It's, yeah. But, it, it's, and she like, and he was leaning into it. He was like looking and like only you'd only see the teeth. <laughs> it is interesting that you pay that much attention. I, I will say that that's funny. That's Take a bigger kind of bite thing. of sausage. Now we're going to get. Now we're going to get reviews. Oh, yet Yeti's trying to use his dead dad as as a shield for the show. I'm like, yeah, well, he's a, he was a giant man. He's a big shield. but that's a perfect example of the kind of thing that i do that annoy annoy christopher it's so ridiculous to be upset by something like that but it's gonna be great when he does this for graceland and when she's just like right and and it's it's gonna be graceland does it now with me i annoy i i do annoy graceland with how i do things right graceland (laughs) okay this was a weird way to end the show yeah i i don't mind ending it on a on a somewhat serious note although me cutting sausage funny, I guess is not a serious note, but uh, are we done with the show? I never uh, keep an eye on the clock. Yeah, we're t- hey, hey, look, everybody, it's Suey Week this week. You know, if you happen to hear a a, a, Ooh, a, a song that was uh, performed by you know Yeti Blanc and, and Greg Cody, you know, maybe Ooh, uh, how about that? maybe give it some votes. We'd love vote vote for the three of us in all the Sueys you can. You can vote multiple times. You can yep. yeah. stuff the ballot box. I Let's love... get Yeti that morning. We want Morning Man, right? That's what we're going for. Yeti. Oh, yeah. I'll take anything, but that's the, that's the one, because that's me and Greg together. Yeah. yeah. Greg Cody Knight is kind of a banger, though, Yeti. It is. Know. It is. Look, I'd take it. <laughs> we want Morning Man to win. We do. I, I, we are endorsing that. I want to win. I want to win Limited Fake. Go vote for my either Stanley Cup, Mike, or my Orca. Okay. <laughs> the Orca is funny. <laughs> Who's the voice of the Sueys? Who's announcing all the categories this year? Some asshole. Yeah, okay. All right, so... <laughs> Can't ever use his mic right. Doesn't know yeah. how to plug in his headphones. Yeah. Gosh. All right. <laughs> all right, podcast family. Thanks, as always. Remember, when the Sueys begin, stuff the ballot box for Morning Man. I wish it was actually an old-school, old-timey ballot box that people could drop in a slip of paper with Morning Man written on it. Most of the voters are in Florida, so be hanging chads. That's right. It said you have to vote electronically. How does that work? Anyway, see you next week. That kind of thing and so forth. Love you all. Bye-bye. I want to apologize for my microphone this week. Oh, not for how you treat me, just for your microphone. No. Exactly. You guys have the same model of microphone. Yeah. I'll be better next week. Zagaki.